Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. What's up, Who That Nation? I'm Big Q. I'm up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for being in this special Saturday stream. I won't hold you very long. Of course, we were able uh, and treated to a victory yesterday as the Saints were able to take down the uh, Los Angeles Chargers in the dome by the score of 27 to 10. Very solid third and final preseason game set in the timeline for two weeks from now. We should have regular season football uh, once again with the Saints uh, traveling to Atlanta to open up against the Falcons. But unfortunately, they'll be traveling without Trevor Pennon. So we'll get into some of that news and notes momentarily. Shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being in a live stream please feel free to first hit the like button also feel free to hit the subscribe button and also feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed with other family members across the who that nation so shout out to you guys we'll go over the trevor pinion information also we'll go over a bit of the los angeles game a little retrospect on that thing and of course we'll look at the saints depth chart right quick before we bounce off so shout out to all the family members in the stream uh, Pelicans Nola T uh, Rob is in the building. Uh, Brother Jerry, a uh, shout out to your ride 66 comedy. JT K Molinaire, uh, Brother Devin, shout out to you. It's Poppy 504. Be kind, shout out to you. Lynch Mob, shout out to you. Ant Man, Carla, uh, and uh, let's see, Brother Garvey and the rest of the fam. Carla, uh, Chris McCann, what's up, Chris? Shout out. 
uh, uneducated sport talk. Shout out to you two fam uh, and the rest of the fam. Jim Kev, who that Dana Hayabusa, uh, 14s in the building as well. Zoidy, good to see you, Zoidy. Shout out Slim and the rest of the fam. Brother Tayno, what's up? Brother Derry, how you doing, bro? Trav 504 Backwoods. Uh, all the fam, man. Thank y'all for joining me for the stream as well. Uh, Big Ant, shout out to you. St. John Butler, what's up, fam? Shout out to you, Brother Marvin as well. Yen, I see you, fam. Brother Charles, good to see you. All right, so shout out to all the fam. Thank y'all for being here. Like we said, not it's not good news uh, at all right now uh, for, for pinning, but uh, like we discussed, and I kind of polled the Who That Nation uh, during the watch party about uh, who should be starting at the left tackle position. Did Trevor Pennon do enough to earn the start, or is it still Hurst's position? The majority of the Who That said it was Hurst's job to lose. So Pennon uh, uh, is going to lose some time. So let's get into it right here. Here's the article right here that we're going to go over. And uh, this is the source of CBS NFL uh, dropping it as they saying Saints Trevor pinning out indefinitely due to the torn ligament in his foot will require surgery. And of course, if you look up, and I'm going to give you a little information about that thing. If you look up the uh, severity of it, the one that requires the surgery is the grade three one. And that also carries a, long, a longer timeline. So we're going to go over uh, some recovery stuff as well and get into it so uh anyway saints trevor pinning out indefinitely due to torn ligament in his foot will require surgery according to the reports and a lot of them is just bucking off of ian rapaport who dropped some information early about it after the saints uh offensive lineman received the mri so anyway let's get into the report right here about cbs a Saints rookie left tackle trevor pinning is out indefinitely after tearing the ligament in his toe during Friday's preseason game, according to Ian Rappaport, the MRI on Saturday determined that Pennon will require surgery. And the number 19 overall, 22 so overall pick is out indefinitely. Thank you, Tay. No shout out to you, bro. He says, after last season, I've been become numb to injury. It sucks that Pennon went down, but he was not a day one ready. I'm concerned for his development. Thank you, Tay. No shout out to you. Thank you for the super chat, fam. Much love. Michael, what's up, Michael? He says he out for the season. I wouldn't say for the season, Michael. It's a long season, but at least six months of the season. And I'm going I'm to show you why momentarily. Let me get through this report. During the Saints win over the Chargers, Pennon was carted off the field due to uh, field to the locker room after going down with the injury. Pennon played 10 snaps before he was sidelined. The 23-year-old saw a lot of time against the Texans and Packers. While he struggled in his first preseason game, he made strides in the second ever NFL performance. Pennon had a chance to earn the starting job at left tackle, competing with James Hurst, who will now likely get denied the start this season. With Pennon entering his first year in the, in the league, practice time and preseason reps were crucial to making the transition from college to NFL to get to the level he needs to be as a starter. So the injury is obviously a loss for the Saints. It will be significant for Penning, who will delay his first ever regular season start in the NFL. So out indefinitely after the surgery, and of course, he got to have the surgery and uh, move that thing forward. So a uh, pretty tough one by the Saints as they lose uh, one of the, they lose the number one draft pick offensive lineman, man, uh, due to a preseason injury. So uh, anyway, let's uh, move on to the timeline. Now, if you look up, and check out the um, 
information on turf. And this is from healthline.com uh, speaking about the turf toe healing time. The more severe your turf toe injury, the longer it'll take to complete the healing to, for uh, the complete healing to occur. Grade one injuries may resolve partially or fully within one week. Grade two injuries may take around two weeks to resolve. Grade three injuries may require anywhere from two to six months before healing is complete. And this is from healthline.com. That's the source. If you guys want to look it up and I always, when we have these type of injuries to our people, I've always want, I always look up for the recovery process just to have a, a bit of uh, medical information on it to give us a timeline on when pinning could return to the black and gold. So let's say, after the surgeries is a six month time frame. So that that definitely uh that definitely definitely puts a a, a a bit into it, man, because you know, you'll have to rehab that thing and then it's anywhere between two to six months of the healing process. So there you go, six months, man. That can almost eat up that that more than likely will eat up your entire uh rest of your season. So uh we'll see how fast of a healer um Trevor Penning is so that's a bit of information like i said if you want to research that information feel free to go to healthline.com and look up turf toe healing time and this is what they'll give you all right so yeah that was built back on the article of uh, ian rapaport who dropped it as Penn and suffered what is believed to be a bad case turf toe which is the grade three and he'll have an mri test to turn the damage which he already did and of course this was something that they discovered uh maybe an hour or two ago when they talked about the turf toe so there you go pinning out indefinitely and i guess when they're saying indefinitely because of the time frame anywhere between two to six months that pretty put puts kibosh on the season doesn't it? all right so anyway that's on the pinning news man let's move over to the depth chart and take a look at that thing right quick uh and see what's shaking as you can see at the left tackle position there her sits there with pinning behind him and Derek kelly the second is his backup do the saints keep kelly there also landon young is on the other side lewis kidd is also operating as a tackle as well so the saints what do they do if they go down to it i think the saints do keep four offensive linemen backup guys as well i think nick martin will be one of them obviously kelvin throckmorton landon young and who else would it be uh would they kick lewis kid a lot of people thinking thinking it might be lewis kid or Derek kelly or possibly none of those guys perhaps the saints go with a more player ready or more serious veteran when all of the cuts are all said and done perhaps that'll be the thing that they go to uh, for the offensive line as a key piece right there in terms of the, whether he had been a reserve or take Hurst's position I think the Saints more than likely went into the season with Hurst but Hurst got banged up in the preseason but they said he'll be ready in two weeks so this definitely kind of hurts their depth a bit so we'll see what the Saints how they'll adjust to life without pinning in the current so all right backwards saying maybe a trade yeah all right i hear you fam all right and of course looking at last night's game man uh the saints was able to get the win 27 to 10 very efficient game by Jameis winston he took his time in that thing handled the business andy dalton came in was five for five looked really good as well shout out to him uh as well and the saints first team offense looked really stellar in the in the Chargers game and man they, they kind of put the pedal on and mash and the, all of the preceding teams then did the same thing Ian Book had a different game had a pretty positive game and a lot of positives there period as the Saints was kind of whittled down now 
between now and Tuesday, who will be on the 53 man roster. So a lot of time to talk about that until then. Thank you, Devin, for uh, becoming a pro mega star, my brother. Thank you. Shout out to you for supporting the platform. Much love, fam. Much love. All right. So anyway, fam, let me go ahead on. I'm going to do a short Q&A with the family. If you all have any questions, family, please feel free to throw them in the comment section. I'll get to them. Uh, let me play this little interview. Well, this little uh, uh, right here from CBS and their thoughts on the Saints. And then we'll have a quick Q&A and then we'll bounce out. So if you have any questions, please feel free to throw them in the comment section. I'll get to them. Here we go. Your winners. My winners, I have to go to New Orleans, have to go to Jameis Winston, America's quarterback, and that football team. Just seeing him out there, the last time we saw him was, what, in October, I won't say Halloween, and he was out there throwing darts to Jarvis Landry, to Chris Olave. You saw Marquez Calloway get out there and start in place of an injured Michael Thomas, and he felt comfortable out there. You saw Alvin Kamara still be his, himself, and we may see him now for the full season. So this Saints team was a big winner because Jameis was out there fully healthy and i would also go with sam williams the rookie defensive end for the cowboys got a sack all right and that's you start getting some cowboy talk so shout out to that brothers you heard a commentary there on Jameis and what he thought about Jameis winston and how he played and of course uh he calls him america's quarterback and that's the only guy that actually does that by the way he refers to james james williams as america's quarterback which is that's pretty unique for him to say that because a lot of people usually don't refer to Jameis outside the building. They have a few people that's starting to buy in to what's going on with the Who That Nation. But this brother also, he knows what Jameis is dealing with here in the city of New Orleans. It's perfect environment for him. All right, big ups to the fam, man. Shout out to you guys. All right, the Young Bloods. What's up, Young Bloods? He said, Big Q, the Saints had two players carted off last night. We know about pinning. Any word on Elvin Huggins? Nothing on Huggins yet, bro. I haven't heard anything on Huggins. I'm expecting that to come out. Today, maybe tomorrow on Elbert Huggins, but it's not going to be good. Um, we do know that uh, you had a wide receiver, um, uh, young wide receiver from uh, Arkansas State that was here. Names lose me right there. Kirk Merritt. There you go. Kirk Merritt. And uh, Kirk Merritt, you know, was banged up, but he came back in the game. So that was a positive right there. But, yeah, we should be hearing something. I think the Huggins thing is not going to be a good diagnosis for him. But we'll see what happens on that. But uh, Huggins was kind of hard-pressed to make the 53. I don't think Huggins would have made the 53 anyway. So, you know, we'll see how it all shakes, though. Thank you for the question, bro. All right, so uh, what else we got there? What's up, Colorado? Shout out to you, fam. Pretty good, man. Hope you're doing all right, too. Uh, Chris says, uh, offense ain't going to have – he says, uh, offense ain't going to have to light it up, light it up much like Green Bay last couple of years, just to get 20 plus and like the, let the D take care of the rest. <laughs> just give me 20, just give me 21 points. We'll hold everybody to 17 points. And that's how, that's what you're saying, Chris. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Yeah, the defense holds everybody underneath eight, 17 points, 18 points, 19 points a game. Y'all just go 24 uh, points a game. Anything over 24 points, we got you. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, shout out, man. Cool man says better now than later. I think we'll get him back early. Okay, there you go. And you're true. It's always good to have some of these injuries there as well. Timothy says, uh, Elbert's tear towards ACL. He's done. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like when you anytime you get carted off, that's never a good thing. Leaving on leaving on under your own power 
you know, lessens that likelihood. But when a guy puts you on that cart and carts you off, you know it's going to be something bad. And like I said, Elvin Huggins was uh, hard-pressed to make uh, the active roster anyway. The Saints' defensive interior alignment were looking good, and Malcolm Roach was out playing him. To new passing, you looked really good as well. So, yeah, Huggins had was hard pressed to make the team. I, I would, and I would, I, like I've said, uh, I don't think he would have made the active roster uh, with with everything in in ahead of itself anyway. So he ends up on uh, the IR, I believe, and uh, yeah, that's that's not going to be a good thing for him. All right, shout out. All right, uh, Chris says any decent available offensive lineman out there, Q. Yeah, you know they got a couple of guys, bro, but you know. Right now, that you, you you wait until to see what the rest of these teams put out there. So they do have a few people there now, but you know when all of the rest of the NFL teams start getting down to the mandatory fifty-three man roster, uh, they'll put some pretty talented linemen, veteran, and young pl- uh, players out there on the fridge. And I think that's when the Saints will take a look and see what works for them. So you know we'll we'll see how it all shakes. But we should be able to find a few diamonds in the rough. You know how we do, Chris. We always manage to do that. All right, rated all sports debate. Shout out to you. Salute to you, my brother. Thank you for uh, showing some support. Much love to you, fam. All right, Kai, the great said, how you feel about Kirk Merritt making an impact on this roster while uh, it's catching or possibly taking snaps at the running back position? Shout out to you, Kai. Uh, and I think it's terrific, bro. I think it fits the model of multiplicity to, to, with the Saints are trying to do to get, uh, uh, you know, they locate these playmakers and these very talented players like Kirk Merritt or Taysom Hill. And then they say, well, we can They have the imagination to be able to take these incredibly talented players and move them around to have impacts in, in many different ways. And and I and I and I think that's pretty cool to have Kirk Merritt operating as a wide receiver. Then if you need help at the running back position, he comes in there as well, because if you think about the running back position, when they got rid of Devine Zigbo, and I was like, damn, they got rid of Devine Zigbo. And then you have Tony Jones Jr. and Abram Smith. Now, Tony has a little bit more wiggle than Abram Smith. He's just, uh, just a north-south brute. Uh, Dwayne Washington is the same way. He's a north-south runner. But, you know, if you want you want to have another running back that's on the roster, and I've said this, I don't know how many times, y'all know, that if you have a guy or a running back that's on the roster uh, that's a backup back, he has to be a guy that has a, skim- a similar skill set to an Elvin Kamara. So if Kamara and you know, if you lose Kamara or or if you had an issue with Kamara injury wise, God forbid, then you'll have a guy like Kirk Merritt. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Who can come in and do some of the similar things that an AK-41 can do not saying that he is Elvin Kamara, but saying if you got a guy that's a receiver 
some of the plays that you run with Kamara, you don't have to lose them because a Dwayne Washington or Abram Smith or a Tony Jones Jr. can't run those same plays. You see what I'm saying? So if you got a guy like Kirk Merritt, he can move in there and do that because I can envision seeing Tony Jones, I mean, not Tony Jones, but seeing Kirk Merritt next to Elvin Kamara in a play. And you have both of these dynamic guys. Then you got Kirk Merritt, who's an excellent catcher of the ball. And then, of course, when you have a guy that's playing wide receiver like that, the question most coaches have is, can he can he block? Like, is he a liability back there? Is he a guy that just I just want to send him out there so that he can uh, uh, catch the ball and whatever? But no, if he can stand there and block and remember, he loves the block. So if he stays in there and blocks for you, that is a positive because. You don't, you know, the offensive play set, uh, that, that scheme wouldn't be a telegraph. Like when you knew Taysom Hill was coming in the game as a quarterback, the line, the, the defensive line crept up and they put, they stacked the box because they knew that he, they were not scared of Taysom Hill at the quarterback. They were afraid of Taysom Hill, the running back. And we're rightfully so. So they'll stack the box against Taysom Hill when he gets in there because they know he wasn't going to throw the ball. And that weakened our offense because it telegraphed what we we're going to do. That's why I was against it and say, just get rid of that shit. Stop doing it because it's, it's one dimensional and it's telling them what they're going to what you're going to do. And you're just going to get them hurt. You're going to run them in the stack boxes every time. I mean, so so, you know, the, it's just that's what Kirk Merritt brings. He gives them another running back wide receiver, whatever you want to call him. That's like a Ty Montgomery. And I can see what they was trying to do with Ty Montgomery. But that's what they're trying to do with Kirk Merritt a receiver running back style of player that can, can operate with Elvin Kamara in backfield sometime or move him around to create mismatches. So that'll be cool. I think he'll be spectacular. Uh, thank you for uh, for the question, Kai. Much love to you, fam. Much love. All right. Uh, <laughs> Kevin White just got cut. Okay. Well, that, yeah, he was uh Kevin White was a, a player, man. And we knew uh, that Kevin White wasn't going to make the team. You know what I'm saying? Kevin White is, you know, he got hurt. And they put him on the IR. So if he did get cut, more than likely, they probably it came up with an injury settlement of, of some sort with him, if that's indeed the case. So, I mean, like I said, man, Kevin White, he, he was a long shot. I'm surprised he made it uh, this far alone. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was supposed he was a guy they were supposed to get rid of some time ago. All right. Thank you. All right. Shout out to the fam. Tribe called notices. We are for sure grabbing a tackle that gets cut from another team. Mickey and the front office do their homework. Well, there you go. Shout out to you. Uh, Devin says Eric Fisher is a free agent one year removed from a Pro Bowl season, but him not being on a team isn't a good sign. Hmm. Well, it can mean that or it can mean that he wants more money than what they're willing to pay. Being that he was on a Pro Bowl uh, team a year ago and might feel disrespected by the fact that that pro by the tag that they're offering him is not good. Uh, it's not up to his uh, standard. You see what I'm saying? So that might be something. Ricky says, Q, walk to the fantasy league page, please. Uh, he says, walk to the fantasy page, please. Who that? Uh, okay, I'm going to do it, Ricky, before I go. Um, give me just a second here, bro. Um, let's see. Ab Kevin says, Abram Smith should be on the 53-man roster. So you let me let me ask you, Jim, Kev, is you're putting Abram Smith over – uh, Tony Jones Jr. That is that what you're doing? Let me know if that's what you're doing. Because you're looking at it, uh, it's Dwayne Washington, and to me, looks like he's going to get in there. And it really is down to D Tony Jones Jr. If they keep four backs, running backs, that is, plus the fullback makes five. But if they keep uh, an extra back, there's only one spot left for the back. Uh, is that Tony Jones or Abram Smith? Now remember, 
Tony Jones wasn't picked up by Dennis Allen. Abram Smith was. So, you know, which one do you guys think? That's a really close one right there. But Abram Smith is a guy that comes in, man, and that's why I think they was trying to use Tony Jones at some point to kick return to see if he can do that sort of thing. But Abram Smith, man, is a, a bully ball type of full a running back that uh, that just would run over you. He just don't give a damn. He's an old school north south battling ram, man. He just runs hard as hell. All right, so uh, big ups. All right, what's up, True Louise Animal? Shout out to your brother. Good to see you in the chat. Shout out. A uh, 985 live in the building. What's up, bro? Says uh, uh, Taysom would only put his mouthpiece in when he was running the ball. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when he put his mouthpiece in, the, the, the team, the defense seen it, bro, and say, okay, we about to run the ball. <laughs> and you got that just by watching him, so you know what the defense was doing. All right, so shout out to you, all right. All right, big ups to apply pressure, man. He says, uh, big big facts, big Q, our offense was extremely too predictable. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple of plays where we was kind of, you know, just I don't know what we was trying to do. We, we was doing a previous year. A couple of years ago, we was doing a little too much screening, but I understand what he was attempting to do. Uh, but I think we'll more run more of a complete offense because we have more of a complete offense. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, uh, Chris McCann says the way Jawine bowled through Pennon like a couple of like a complete dunce. Wouldn't be surprised if Pennon's the ligament was ripped clean off. Wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah, that was a yeah, and that's a lesson right there uh, for you know, guys on the team, that's a lesson for college guys. It's a lesson for high school guys or bitty guys that if you are a player and you're blocking, just don't throw your damn head down and bust a, Mar a, a Marcus Williams. You hear me? Just don't throw your damn head down and bust a Marcus Williams. You know, <laughs> whether you're trying to make a tackle or whether you're just trying to block for somebody because look what happened because you're not looking where you're blocking. And that was friendly fire that got pinned and messed up like that. And that was Jawan Johnson. We played the footage last night on the show with him, bowl, like you said, bowling through pinning to get to two guys there. So, yeah, that that shouldn't have happened, man. You don't do that. That's 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 solely frowned upon. You don't do that shit. And look what happens, man. He just he hurt the hell out of the guy. So I know Jawan Johnson is feeling real bad about that, man. Because you never want to hurt nobody, especially your own teammate, man. It's not a good look. All right, yeah. Hayabusa Eric said he'd come back to a contender. He's already turned down some teams. Yeah, there you go. He's at the back end of his career. Sir Rogers, what's up, bro? Shout out to you as well. Yeah, I know. It's, it's sad, uh, OG. Hayabusa Eric said he... Okay, I read that one. All right. Uh, Abram to the practice squad, brother T. Scott says... Uh, Tony Jones will be on the roster. Okay, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, grade three. Yeah, that means surgery required. That comes with a three to six month ret uh, or two to six month uh, rehab time. So we'll see. Uh, St. John says, Q, are you doing watch parties during the season two? Yes, sir, I am. I've been doing that for the last several years, and I will continue to do the watch parties every game. It all is in regular season is especially fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Javon says grade three. Damn, it's over. Yeah, uh, like I said, what I showed the um, recovery timeline right here, if you look at it, you can look this up for yourself. But usually when stuff like this happen, we, you know, we know what, you know, we want to figure out. Now, of course, I can read all that stuff about what, exactly what a turf toe is. But I was like, ah, let me just go ahead and just give the timeline because you guys can self-research 
and find out too. But with grade threes, they mentioned that a surgery is required and the time frame is anywhere between two to six months before healing is complete, before healing is complete. So if you kind of push that ain't that thing out to the six months, you can see why they're using the term indefinite. You know, that's pretty much the that's that's his season right there. You know, and unfortunately it happened at the start of the season, but we don't know how fast of a healer uh, Pennant is. He might be a fast healer, so only time will tell. That's the only way we'd be able to know for sure for sur uh, how this ends up. Uh, David, shout out, bro. Said Jawan has horrible technique. He's very willing, uh, willing, which is appreciated, but man, he had his hands outside of the pass all night. Yep, yep, yep. He got to clean up a lot, man. He definitely have to clean up a lot, man. He got to clean up a lot, but I think he still makes the team. What's up, L? Says Pete stepped on Penning, uh toe cue. He have a turf toe injury. You saying that's what, or oh, it was a different situation. I mean, I remember that's what, uh, or oh, they saying that Pete stepped on it. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I seen what Jawan Johnson did and he did pop up after that to be, yeah, to be honest with you. And he said, yeah, Andrews Pete stepped on his foot. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. You know what? That's strange, man. You would think that, you know, I guess, that you know, you would think that they'll have a shoe, you know, some extra protection on that foot for stuff that happens like that. You know what I mean? That's weird to me. I want, I, you know, I know they don't want heavy, heavy feet, but if you were offensive lineman, you know, that just makes me think, you know, about stuff. Like if you work in an environment where there's a lot of heavy stuff going on, a lot of movement and stuff, and people could possibly step on your foot. You know, why, you know, if do you have any shoe protection or something that can protect from, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think they'll be out there wearing steel toes is what I'm saying. But boy, I wish I, I, I guarantee you wish he had a steel toe shoe on last night. He'll still be able to play. Anyway, hi, Boo says Q. What are your thoughts on Justin? I think Justin Evans, man, is. Yeah, he, I agree with you. Hi, Boo. he is definitely worth that, man. He is definitely worth that. I agree with you. I think Justin Evans is definitely is a guy we talked about him at the start of the season, man. I think that would be absolutely a great thing to have him here. Uh, you know, and like probably the only safety not making it is going to probably be Daniel Sorensen. He didn't really do anything or show anything. He did have that what fumble recovery that was knocked loose by what by uh, Eric Wilson. I think Sorensen was the one that got it, but I don't think <laughs> Sorensen didn't flash out anything. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, there you go. Uh, get composite toe cleats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, listen, them them dudes. You got guys next to you that's 300 pounds, man. And you know, think about it, if a 300 pound guy steps on your foot, <laughs> a 300 guy, a 300 pound guy steps on your foot. Could you imagine? And he happened to have on some cleats or whatever. That ain't gonna end good. So I'm like, something got to be going. Something got to give. Like you seen the off the uh, defensive back yesterday make the tackle on one of uh, I think it was on Kirk Merritt. The guy uh, tackled Merritt and spent over and banged his head on the turf. And I automatically thought, I said, man, where is the where's the neck the neck guard anyway? Nobody don't wear the neck guard anymore. You know, they had some old school 
uh, equipment that looked silly, but it worked. You know, you know, if you go back and remember Brian Cox, he had that, you know, that neck, he, they had the neck roll and then they had the one, the board, like the, the board that stuck up and it was like a platform back there and he was, and it helped protect against that sort of thing. Those old guys, they played for years like that. And I guess the, it's too, it's, it's old looking technology that the, the younger athletes don't want to use, but that stuff worked. That's like bigger shoulder pads. I know they want to be smaller and streamlined and you're faster Yes, but you have people running into you, colliding into you faster, which will cause injury. So, and I'm not saying go back and get Ricky Jackson's and Pat Swillen shoulder pads, but God damn it. You know, at least try, if you got a guy to have surgery, uh, 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 known to have shoulder problems, bigger shoulder pads should be something that you would investigate. But I think it's, it's just that. Yeah, it's tough, man. But yeah, Ryan says Justin Evans made the tackle and popped the ball out. Sorensen just picked it up. Yeah, Sorensen. Okay, yeah, there you go. Sorensen, yeah, he ain't doing enough, bro, in my book. Sorensen's probably going to get canned. He's going to get canned. All right. All right, Bishop. What's up, Bishop? He said Evans punched the fumble free, so how is Hurst healing up? Hurst is, uh, we haven't heard too much from Hurst. I mean, Hurst should be ready for, for uh, uh, what he can't, you know, they shut him down when he had that little bang up early on. And uh, they 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 gonna get Hurst, and Hurst should be ready for the. He will be ready for that Falcon matchup. I just put it to you like that, you know. So Kim, what's up, Kim says. Uh, so who we get at the line at left tackle? Hurst will start the season, and like I said, we're gonna go right here and look at the depth chart right here, and it's showing the only other tackles there. Out on that side behind Hurst is Derek Kelly. I'm not sure Derek Kelly makes the team. Landon Young should make it. Lewis Kidd's a long shot. But those are guys that they have here now. Remember, they had Ethan Greenwich at one time at the left tackle position. And if you're the Saints, you might want to go, maybe go and try, see if you can find a veteran uh, offensive lineman for a good rate to sit behind James Hurst just in, just in case because it seemed like Trevor Penny, and he's not going to be coming back anytime soon. So there you go. Young says BQ, I think Jarvis is going to be the best slot receiver the Saints have had since Lance Moore. Wow, he already has a connection with James. Yeah, I agree with you. I would go to Forrest and say as uh, Lance uh, that uh, he definitely, I think at some point, Jarvis Landry, man, one year here, he is definitely the most, probably name-wise, the most talented slot man we ever had. And remember, this is, and and to kind of put some, some, you know, some thought into it, for years, the Saints were looking for a talented slot wide receiver to operate there, haven't they? Looking for guys. Remember, they brought in Cam Merritt, Meredith to try to see if he can do it. He couldn't stay healthy. Uh, you know, they had Deontay Hardy. They tried him there for a little bit. You know, the Saints, you know, well, who else was that? They brought in your boy, Matthews, who was with the Titans. They brought him in here. He retired on them. So for the for the for for a while, the Saints was looking for somebody that can operate in the slot. And what Dennis Allen I mean, does in his first year finds the best slot man the Saints ever had. <laughs> He found the best slot man the Saints possibly ever had in Jarvis Landry, who could start for any team right now. He could be a number number one guy for you right now. If Mike ain't good to go, which I think Mike will be, he'll start over there, Mike, and you won't have any drop-off. Jarvis Landry is is excellent, and he's going to have a phenomenal year because guess what? He's going to be guarding guards. Guys that's going to be guarding Jarvis Landry will be third-string-ass nickelbacks uh, that <laughs> slot corners. You're going to toast them guys, man. 
slick with his route running, man. Let me tell you something. He's going to toast. He's going to have a great year, man. He stays healthy. He's going to have a great year. All right. Shout out, bro. All right. Who that 504 says, uh, Q, we need to move Ram from the right to the left, bro. We <laughs> bro, I done beat that horse to death, man. <laughs> Tell them, family, I done beat that horse to death, man. I done beat. What's up, Randolph? That Randolph will tell you. <laughs> Randolph, tell him. I done beat that horse to death having our family. <laughs> beat the hell out that horse. I done beat that horse to death talking about that, man. You know, about that that move, bro. I've been I've, I've been bro, I've been I've been on that, bro. I've been on that, beating the hell out of that thing, man. So we'll see how it all plays. Hopefully the line looked good, man. Pennon's not there. Hurst. Hopefully he can step up and handle the business. You know, we'll see, man. We'll see. But I'm with you on that, bro. All right. Shout out to the fam, man. Much love. All right. L says, I just watched uh, a doc on that. The company that made their neck roll went bankrupt. Ah, player stopped wearing it because they said it didn't prevent neck injuries. Really? The neck roll didn't prevent ne prevent neck injuries? That's crazy because I remember seeing the majority of some, a lot of the linebackers that use it. I mean, they actually, you know, it would prevent their head from going back and then you had the one with the one brian cox had which was an actual board that stuck out the back of his 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 um his uh um equipment back there so i don't know man you know if you look at the uh i, I would bet I, I guarantee i wish that that guy that that cornerback wish he had a neck roll but that's good information. Thank you for that, L. You're doing a good research there, bro. Shout out. Appreciate that information. All right, Joe. What's up, Joe? He says, uh, what up, Q? Shout out to you, fam. All right. Uh, let's big ups to you. What's up, Tevin? Shout out. He said, Juice went. Yeah, Juice is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jarvis is the troop, bro. No doubt. T. Scott says, better call up Jason Peters before the Cowboys get him. We'll see how they handle it, bro. All right. Yeah. What's up, Fireman and the Hellcat? What's up, brother? Good, good shout out to you. All right, Randolph says the O-line is the most important unit. I'm with you. I said that entering the season with all the weapons, nothing works. James uh, James Hurst for 17 weeks is not encouraging. Hey, bro. Didn't we talk about this, Randolph? Yeah, Randolph says, yes, you have now. He says, yes, you have now. They have hand might be forced to move around. Well, the, the thing is, if you if you're going to have problems at your on your at your tackle positions and that's the logic let it be at the left at the right tackle and not at the left tackle position why is instacart the holiday rescue app because you can get all your seasonal decor delivered instead of having to drive to 12 different stores candles and candy canes delivered wreaths and reindeer delivered lights from lowe's delivered and since i know you're going to ask inflatable snowman delivered so this season, stay in and get decked out. Download Instacart, the holiday rescue app, to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time, $10 minimum per order, additional terms apply. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know. That's all I've been saying. You know, is that it it's that whole situation is back ass like a son of a gun to me. And I've been saying that for a while about that. I I'm, I feel better at about Hurst as a right tackle than I am as a left tackle. I, I just, that's how I feel. Cause that's the man that's Jameis's blind side there. And that's what I've, that's been my talking point this entire season. But most of these people just pretend like it's normal. You just pretend like it's normal. Just pretend that we ain't been going through doing this same process of thinking for the last 50 plus years of using your best lineman to block the block for the blind side of the quarterback because the blind side is a weakness. He can't see over there. So you need to have somebody that is really good at what they do that can protect him from being speared in the back, which can be problematic because he can get hurt that way. And if we already have questions, not questions, but as he's re- as he's rehabbing a tough injury, we don't need to see him getting banged up and all this kind of stuff because of blindside shots, you know, because you decide to not want to move your best tackle where he should belong over in the first place. The only reason if Ramcheck shouldn't play the left tackle is if you got another Ryan Ramcheck over there. <laughs> if you got if you if you bring Tyrone uh, Armstead and put Armstead back over there, I say okay, yeah, keep Ramcheck over there. But if you got James Hurst over there, and James Hurst, listen, is a is a going in, is a ninth year NFL veteran and at this point. We know who Hurst is. Hurst is a journeyman offensive lineman. He's better used as a guard than he is as a tackle simply because his he has slow feet and he struggles against really good pass rushers or just pass rushers in general. They know that. They got that on the scouting report, and you best believe they're going to take full advantage of it. If I know it, they know it in triplicate. Bottom line. So I'm just keeping it a buck. All right. Big ups to you. All right, Big Boo, so um, uh, Marvin Norman, I thought I was the only one noticed, dude. Big, we need that guy. Jason Peters is 100 years old. <laughs> All right, Randolph says, Big Q, brother, when you're available, and brother, message me. I want to know if you would be free September the 7th at 8 p.m. for the round table discussion. Yes, sir, brother Randolph. Just, yeah, I, I pencil me in there, bro. Remind me we get, when we get a couple of days before, bro, because I got a lot of stuff for shaking and the popping. So just hit me up on, I don't know if you're on Twitter or not, but if not, just DM me and uh, let me know, bro. And, I, and I'll be able to pop up there. Yeah, I, I, I may. I think we got something shaking for the for the sixth. So you got seven right on time. I think the sixth is uh, the NFC Super Friends roundtable. And then that's another roundtable. So, yeah, yeah. Just uh, give me a shout out. Uh, let me just give me a, a reminder, Randolph, a couple of days before, bro, just to keep me in the game, you know. All right, Nola Bros. What's up? What's up, Teal? My dog, Teal. What's up, Teal? Good to see you, brother. Shout out to you, my brother. Good to see y'all in the chat. And shout out to uh, Randolph for keeping it real and my boy, Teal, and Al and the rest of them. The Nola Bros, man, them brothers be doing, putting in the work. I'm proud of those young brothers, man. 
They're excellent, man. And and I and I and I'm glad they are part of the Great Saint Think Tank. They special, they awesome people, man. And they real, they die hard. So shout out to them brothers and their platform. Also hooded too. Let me give him a shout out too. And a few other family members. A lot of the family members, much love to them brothers, man. They're doing it really good, man. It's hard, it's hard work, ain't it, fellas? It's hard work. All right, Arnold says this could be our downfall if the left tackle is not playing good. Indeed, indeed. That's the blind side, brother Arnold. You are absolutely right, bro. That's the blind side. But notice not too many people are downplaying that thing because a lot of people thought that Hurst was better. It's better that pinning at this time of his career. But that might be the case. And that might be true that Hurts right now in his development is better than Trevor Penning. But is 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 he a legitimate starting option at the left tackle position for a quarterback that's on the right hand? No, he's not. No, you know that's no. And we we know about the slide and protection thing and all that kind of stuff. But sooner or later, he's gonna have to stand up and block for himself. <laughs> you ain't gonna be sliding protection all the time. You know what I'm saying, family? So he's gonna have to handle the business on his own at times. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll see how it do, bro. We'll see because, like I said, that was one of the fears that I have. Was that the one thing you don't want to see if you're a black and gold diehard is some son of a gun running around Hurst and spearing Jameis in his back. I'm not bringing that into fruition, but I'm just saying that them people looking at the Saints offensive line and saying that's where we going first. We're going right over there. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Hurst is your best offensive lineman. I mean, not Hurst. Uh, Ram, Ram is your best offensive lineman, but their best defensive lineman is going to line up on top of Hurst. So. If you're thinking about, well, that's just fine. Oh, it's fine for them to put Hurst over there. But listen, their best defensive interior lineman will be guarding over. He going over Hurst. He going over Hurst. He ain't going over no Ram check. Their best defensive lineman, their best pass rusher, is not going to take on Ram check. He going over there by Hurst. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> so wouldn't it make sense? That if they're going to put that guy over there, shouldn't your best offensive lineman be over there too to take on their best defensive person? Just letting you know. A lot of people saying, oh, that's fine. He'll be fine. I hope you're right on that, man. I hope you're all right. All right. So shout out, fam. Shout out, fam. A brother Pat says, you cried for Pete so much. Was that not his original position? Yeah, Pete, that was his original uh, position, the tackle position. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and that, that and uh, Patrick could say, yeah, that brother Patrick makes a point right there. That Andrews Pete, the Saints could have the option to shift, being that Pete responsible for this whole situation anyway, right? <laughs> well, you 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 messed up the bed. Well, you make it that type of situation. Well, the Saints do have the option if they feel that they need to. They can swing Pete out there if they feel like they need to use him at the tackle position. You know, they can they can flip flop Pete and and. And put rent and put uh Hearst inside, Pete outside. They can't do that. You know, being but Pete's played mostly at guard. He's gonna have to practice and get his game. So they do have that option. That's a well that's well said, Pat Rich. Will the Saints have the imagination to do that? That's the thing. Will they use him there? Now he does have a fat contract, and he does have the ability to move inside or out. Is what this this one of the situations? Well, the Saints use that philosophy and they have the imagination to say, let's just put Pete there for the interim. That's a good point, Patrick. You're using your noggin, bro. All right, Kelly says, same play, Big Q. Jawan Johnson hit Penn and you will see Pete step up on Penn's foot. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> We're going to get this big son bitch out of here. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's that's uh, yeah. How, how, you know, how ironic is that, man? You know, that that's cause, you know how <laughs> how ironic is that, right? Okay, he he dodged one, which could have been a knee issue for a foot issue. Good lord, man. Good lord. What the universe trying to tell you, Pete? All right, what's up, CeeLo? Shout out to you, fam. All right. The Big Bull says, Q, if the Saints go to the Super Bowl, you and the Hoodats got to come out to Phoenix. I'm throwing the party at the house. I'll be in the building, brother. We're going to be riding all the way there, uh, uh, the whole damn way, having the ball, bro, because this is going to be the greatest Super Bowl of the uh, the Saints ever had. After Peyton left and Drew Brees left and the Saints went with Jameis Winston, that, that shut the whole block down and slammed the door in all them haters' faces. That really does. Sydney, who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. What's up, brother Ricky? Shout out to you. Says, let's try and get Fisher. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying what you're saying about Fisher, man. So maybe the Saints hear you too. They, let's see what they do. All right. Uh, keep it real. Uh, family Q has said on numerous occasions. <laughs> I know. I know, bro. I done beat that horse to death. That Ram at left tackle and Hurst at right tackle. Or move Pete to left tackle or Hurst to left guard. Yeah, I've been saying that for a while because Andrews Pete gives you the versatility that he could play tackle or guard. He's done that. He's played every position on the Saints offensive line except for center. He's played the right side for the tackle and guard and the left side for the tackle and guard position. He's probably one of the most versatile ones that they have there. As we know that even um, that uh, McCoy, who can play center and guard. So we know McCoy can do both as well. But when you talk about uh, the tackle position, there, Andrews Pete, in my opinion, is better than is better than James Hurst. You know, can he go out there and, and do a, a job there? I think he can do a, a job there. I still don't like him at the left tackle position, to be honest with you. So let's maybe the Saints make a move. Let's keep our fingers on that one, man. Let's cross, keep our fingers crossed that you know that they kind of move uh, Ram over back to left. Move him to left tackle his college position. Let's hope they do that. So you know what we were thinking one day. And Dennis Allen comes out, well, well, you know, we were thinking one day, you know, and, and we're looking at the offensive line. You know, we know James Hurst right now. We know he's he's coming up off the injury. He's coming back. But, you know, something just hit us. We decide, you know, we're going to start trying Ram at the left tackle position. And I would be like, whoa. <laughs> I might not do a live stream that day. <laughs> They'd be like, what Q at, man? Q laid up in the hospital, man. Of the Saints that gave the Saints that gave heart problems. <laughs> be a sigh of relief, man. All right, I'm like, y'all damn, that's a, that's what it takes for me to get y'all to see it. All right, yeah. Bible focus, the big Q. What up? Uh, moving Ram left. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what we talked about, bro. We talked about that at nauseum, like Randolph mentioned, man. We always talked about that. How abuses say uh, Pete played so poorly at left tackle when he came in the league. Coach Rashard moved him to guard, not athletic enough. That's well, I mean, he struggled when he started going over that. But remember, he got a lot better at the left tackle position. Just remember this. And I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this, Ayabusa. I'm going to get you to dig into your great St. Thank Tank historic PhD education that you got. And to the rest of the great St. Thank Tank, majority of these people in the great St. Thank Tank, they all have PhDs in Satanology, baby. Remember, when you had your best offensive lineman when he was here, what was his name? Tyron Armstead, right? Check, right? When Armstead got hurt, and that was very frequent, <laughs> very frequently, when he would get hurt, who would the Saints move out there to block in the blindside tackle position? Somebody answer that question for me. When your best offensive lineman, Tyron Armstead, 
the last several years back, right? He would get hurt and he was quite frequently, he would miss games. Who did the Saints sign or, or slide over into that position when Teron Armstead would get hurt? Now, this was prior to them picking up James Hurst. Because once they signed Hurst, they stopped doing that. They stopped doing that once they picked up Hurst. And they allowed Pete, when he signed that contract, to stay at his regular position, which was at the guard position. That's prior to him. Prior to Hurst. Prior to Hurst, Ty. I said James Hurst. No, prior to that, it was Andrews Pete. Prior to that, when Teron, the majority of that time when Teron would get hurt, when he got hurt, they put Andrews Pete at the blind side tackle position. That's what Sean Payton did. Now, that says something, because if you take Pete and put him at the blind side position, that, and I would often say that about family, you can't be that garbage if you blocking at the left tackle position. And that's the most important position for your offense because your quarterback has a right hand. His blind side's behind him. So, yeah, it was Andrews Pete that was doing that. Remember, Andrews Pete got multiple Pro Bowls, so, and I give him that because Pete was a guy that did that. He got Pro Bowls at positions that he never played before. And how he came in the league, he dealt with all that BS that Peyton was doing when he was dogging him out, moving him all around and fussing at him because he wasn't picking up the scheme. He didn't do nobody else that. But Andrews Pete made it successful. And he was able to get not one but multiple Pro Bowls at a position that he did not play. He learned that position in the NFL and was very successful at it. He was more successful at it than guys that were pro that were guards their entire damn careers in college and never made a pro bowl in the NFL, but he did it for the saints. People like to try to take that away from him, but you can't take that away from him. That's what he did. That's history. So what I'm saying is if he did it, then why not? Can he do it now is all I'm saying. So, you know, we'll see how it all shakes fan. But my thing is just a, a simple fix would be put Ram check at left tackle and, put Hurst at right tackle or really, really, even if you dig into it, if you really want to be smart about it, you put Ram at left tackle where he belongs. Cause he's making the money. He should be over there. Anyway, the best offensive lineman is James blindside. You take Andrews and move him to right tackle and put Hurst inside. Cause Hurst is a better guard than he is a tackle. You know, he really is. He a maul of piss out of you, but that would be my, my quick fix until they, resituate everything but we'll see how they do it man we'll see how they do it they've been been pretty stubborn about that thing what's up scoop shout out to you fam he says i'll take pete at right tackle i think we receive better play from him over there i'm not mad at that robert that's that's fine bro shout out all right how you boosted no one dog and Pete. he's not your best option at left tackle period but what you got what you got my brother i know i would say i i would agree with you that he's not your best ta- at pos- uh, player at that position but he's a starter for your team that has experience, a lot of experience and playing that position. He has a lot of experience, so he wouldn't be frazzled getting over there doing what he do. He, he would be a, a, a guy that can help you in the interim. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think right tackle probably will be, be a better position for him and, and Ram should be on the other side. So I get what you're saying. So I can get with that. I can get with that. All right, keep it real. So we have lost Pennon and Lamp, man. Yeah, I know Lamp. Yeah, Randolph Lamp to the IR. That was tough. Pennon. Yeah, that's tough, man. That was too really that was good depth right there that we lost, man, with this one swell a uh, fell swoop in the last couple of weeks. Now, nah, Randolph, I ain't gonna be on here that long, my brother. I'm, I might pop back later on tonight. I'm about to take the, the fam, man. We're about to go and get some snowballs and some ice cream, stuff like that. I do that every Saturday, man. My little tradition with the fam. But I just wanted to drop drop in and, and holler at you guys. 
What's up, my dog? Shout out to you, fam. Good to see you in the chat, man. Much love. Uh, David says, cue that. Puts Pete and Ruiz on. <laughs> now, hold on, David. Don't be hating on Caesar Salad, bro. Caesar Salad been bringing them croutons, bro. Look, he been flowing, bro. He been handling the business. Listen, bro. Caesar Salad, man. He got the croutons. He got the, the, the bits with it, man. He got everything flowing, bro. Ruiz has looked very solid this year this this training camp and preseason bro we had a lot of questions behind that man but he been handling the business so i can't really say nothing bad about caesar man <laughs> caesar been handling the business bro all right brother patrick says that money he's paid pete should move he says move there pro bowl left tackle and puts hurts inside at left guard or switch it around thank you patrick all right, Tyron says, uh, I like Pete at left tackle better than Hurst. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he'll be a better left tackle than Hurst because we all know, bro, Hurst is slow-footed, man, when, when guarding those edge rushers. Guys get around Hurst, man. They get around him. Mr. Hudess says, maybe that happened uh, to put sense in the head to put Ram on a Bro, we'll see, bro. We'll see, bro. We'll see, bro. I'm, ho I'm Bro, I'm crossing my fingers on that, man. I'm crossing my fingers, bro. Hopefully, we can make that happen, man. I mean, and listen, shout out to Randolph because Randolph, he, he said that same comment a few minutes ago. Said, man, this could happen to shift Ram over there because, you know, Hurst is still questionable. They still got him with an injury. He'll be going in this couple of two weeks from now. But still in all, you know what you're supposed to be doing. Ram needs to be where he needs to be moved, you know? And I'd rather have right tackle issues than left tackle issues with a right-handed quarterback and then coming off injury. So we'll see if they get the message, bro. Somebody send them the memo, bro. I'm going to have to send it to, uh, to Mickey and have him to pass it on to DA and let them know. Backwood says, Pete going to tweak his shoulder. <laughs> oh, you going to tweak his shoulder, bro? Damn, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> Pete going to tweak his shoulder on the other side. I got you. I got you. All right, Ramsey, what's up, bro? He says, just enjoying my birthday party. Shout out to you again, my friend. Shout out to Ramsey, man. Shout out to that brother you having his who, his who that birthday. Much love to you, my friend. And a uh, happy birthday to you, fam. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy who that birthday. All right. What's up, Larry? Larry said the starter should have been, should have never been in the game, especially against the Chargers backup. Yeah, Larry, yeah you know what, Larry? You got a point on that, bro. I think... The Saints was trying to get some work in, bro. And you know, it's... The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, they was just trying to get some work in 
in a in I guess and it's not really meaningful except you're if you're a guy trying to make the roster. You get what I'm saying? So some of these guys you knew that it was no need to see them there. But you know, yeah, some of them shouldn't have been in there. And I knew that Trevor Pennon was going to be a guy that he was going to give a lot of reps to because he wanted them to have that that uh, you know have them to get plenty plenty of practice there. So I understood what they were attempting to do. Just a bad circumstance, man. Just bad fortune for uh, Pennon, and we just have to adjust to it, bro. You know, we just have to adjust to it. All right, shout out to you, Larry. All right, uh, shout out to the fam, man. Uh, keep uh, <laughs> Rudolph uh, Randolph says. Caesar is light years ahead of where he had been. Indeed, the coaching he's received is a great education. You can see it on the field. Absolutely, bro. He's playing with confidence and speed. And that's shout out the coach uh, to uh, the offensive line coach there, man. Shout out to him, man, for doing that. Coach Dave, man. So shout out to him for really helping out to make that move happen to help Caesar Ruiz out, making him see the game a lot different, man. He looked really, he looked solid, man. Got to give it to him. Andrews Pete's look solid. The Saints O-line is look solid, man. So now the only thing had looked solid is the, the back of the backups. Guys, that was a whole nother issue, and, and we'll see how they deal with it. Then it says, Q, you need to make yourself a personalized hat that says, Q that. <laughs> Q that. Would you buy that? Would you buy buy that, Linda, if I made it? With the who that's buy hat that says, uh, Q that? You know? <laughs> I got a lot. I got tons of merch. The family members know, man. I've been having. I, I got several different merch stores. It's, we got. I don't know how many styles, hats. Got, we got all kind of stuff at the pro shops, man. They in the the, the link tree, link there. You can pop in and see all of them. We got all kind of stuff, man. Posters. I mean, just tons and tons of merchandise over there at the pro shops. Like three different stores, I think it is something like that, if I'm not mistaken. But thank you for that. Shout out to you. <laughs> Cue that. All right, shout out. Marvin says, Q that would be a nice hat, LOL. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Thank you. All right. Uh, JT says, Q, I'm dealing with the C19 temperature, one 100.8 going back and forth with Tylenol and Moltrum. Q, my sister still is not buried from August the 5th. Wow, September the 2nd. And then they have a lot of evil stuff happening. Sorry. No, it's all right, JT. Go ahead and let it out, bro. Listen, let me tell you something. We... Um, what was it? And I'm gonna answer a few things, and I'm gonna go because I I want to be able to go ahead and get them on to the ice cream shop, snowballs, whatever. But um, hold on here. But yeah, man, listen, bro, the whole thing that happened with my my baby sister Baron was a whole a whole ordeal, and when it all when it when we finally got a bear and that was that was last not this friday but the friday before last the time moving really crazy so it wasn't this weekend it was last friday last friday not this past friday but the friday before this this past friday finally got a there and that was a month after her death so it's been crazy. The whole circumstance around the situation is crazy. And it, it inspired me to do some stuff. You know, it inspired me to kind of look at life differently because she was 44. I'm 45. That's young. She was full of life. 
And you always hear this type of stuff from people that, you know, that transition when you know they were climbing, they were climbing. She was still climbing. She was doing some of the best work of her life before she, you know, transitioned. And I'm going to tell you, bro, it's a lot of stuff still going on. And one day when it's all come to fruition, I'm going to share the whole ordeal with you guys in some way or form. But the only thing I can encourage you, JT, is to stay prayed up, man, because, listen, it's never easy to lose a loved one, man, especially if it's sisters and brothers and siblings. And like y'all know, y'all know about Eddie Tumine Johnson. That's one of my best and dearest friends. He passed away six or seven months um, ago. And my, my best friend, he was a, uh, the best man at my wedding when I was married, when I got married. And uh, he passed away because of the C-19 stuff. And then then it was my sister. So it's a lot, you know, it's a you, you wrestle with that a little bit. But, you know, you that's when the faith aspect comes into the kind of steady you because things like that happen and you just find, you know, you just that fate helps guide you so it don't cripple you because a lot of people can't handle that. A lot of people don't have that. I call it a faith muscle. I was supposed I was writing a book on it. This was some time ago. It was called faith. It, it called it a faith muscle. And um, a lot of people don't have a faith muscle. You know, they don't really have it. They don't use it. They don't lock into something. And I always tell people, you got to believe in, you got to have something that's greater than yourself that you that you connect to. And that helps you during the transition. So if you're dealing with loss and, you know, with all of this crazy stuff that's out here. A lot of people are transitioning and that's a lot of stuff that people have to deal with, especially in family. It's sad, but the only thing I can do, my brother is just wish you nothing but prayers and blessings to you and your family, man. And to just engage your faith and just, you know, and do the best you can do with your faith, kind of, you know, get build that relationship with the creator and kind of turn that faith knob up where you can be able to, you know, be able to deal with, uh, stuff that's around you bro because some people that ain't gonna be able to deal with that stuff man you might be who they lead on lean on for support so like i said I, my my I, and my a lot of people deal with fate uh, a loss of loved ones around them and all i could tell you bro is that you know i i, I attempt I, I use it as inspiration you know to improve my life or to um to make her proud you know or you know or use it to use it as inspiration for something and that's just my mentality of how i add it so you know blessings to you my brother and just keep uh keep uh keep your faith man and empower your faith get stronger in your faith man because you're going through something right now you and your family and you're gonna need it bro you're gonna need it bro so just just prayers to you my friend and stay strong bro stay strong i know it's been a long time bro it's been it took a month before we got her in the ground it was all kind of craziness around that too and it's hard, man. It's, it's hard, but, bro, just keep the faith, man. Keep the faith. All right. Thank you, JT. Much love, bro. All right. Listen, fam. And um, What's up, Lord? Shout out to you, Tedra. Shout out to your fam. As you can see, what Tedra says, my great niece got shot three times in the chest yesterday. She's only 12. She's going to live, though. Saints helped my day. See, a lot of people take power and strength from where they can get it. And uh, a lot of the hoodats, man, they got stories to tell, man. They really do. Uh, how And he, they're survivors, man. They're big survivors. So, you know, just know that you're not alone, my brother. You're not alone. All right.
All right. Uh, cool man says, I uh, can't have regrets. I don't think it was a mistake. Injuries happen. Players get hurt in practice. It will be okay. Yeah. And if anybody, the Saints are good at bringing the proper depth of doing what they need to do. And that's the greatness of our team, the versatility that our team has. All right. Uh, Daniel says, it's a sad thing to lose a blood relative, especially a sister or a brother, father or mother. But man, the victims are getting younger, though. Stay strong, man. She will want you to stay strong. And never give up. Well said, Daniel. Well said, bro. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said, bro. Well said. Well said. All right. Tedra says, for the record, they caught the 15-year-old who did it. Okay, I, I got you, bro. I got you. Thank, thank you, man, for that. Yeah, faith and perseverance. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. That, that's, what, that's what he needed to hear, man. That's what a lot of us needed to hear, man. So, yes, indeed. That's right. You, they will want you to live your best life. Uh, and they will want, not want you to be sad. They want you to do what you love to do. And maybe you might you might have been procrastinating about something or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? These things are like when they happen to you, they they kind of shock you out of the uh, where you are. And then they act as a, you know, as a mechanism to serve you to kind of relook at your life and say, OK, this is showing you that no promises were made to you. For how long you gonna be here? So what you do here, you know, what you do here means something. So if you had some preservations or you was procrastinating on something that you needed to do, it's time for you to get past that, get on through that, and get what you need to get so you can accomplish the mission to get where you're supposed to get. So when I seen that with my friend Eddie, and then because he was the co-host on my boxing show and I had to figure out a way how to kind of keep going doing that boxing show without my brother, which was weird because we created that thing together. So when he passed away, you know, I had to create, you know, how I'm going to do it without him. That was my that was my my partner. That's my boy. So, you know, I had to I had to pray on it and it took me about it took me some time before I figured it out. And I'm like, nah, he, what he would want you to do is do it do it and keep doing it to the best of your ability. So I, I brought it back out and I did it in his honor. So I made a promise to do eight shows a month of ring Kings boxing. And I've been keeping my promise ever since that point. So, um, you know, that's what I, like I said, that's a part of the inspiration thing, but it, it does kick out the procrastination. Like if you supposed to be somewhere and you are supposed to do something that make you complete and you've been procrastinating on it, it that lets you know right there, man. You either take the time and do it now, or you might not ever get the opportunity to do it. So, you know, it, it serves as a, it actually and it shows your more your mortality. You know what I'm saying? That we not, you know, more, we're not immortals. You know, like all this comic book stuff. Now we're quite mortal with a with a time frame of what we do here, and then how depending on how things shake out. Uh, how things operate you know you got to be on focus with that like making sure the insurance policies you got to live in will and all this type of stuff is very important you know that's what it really shook me up about man and, and she was somebody that had she was an accountant she had all kind of stuff going on so yeah man it, it's it's just one of those things bro that make you think about how you know setting up not just for you but the people behind you in case something happened to you the last thing we need to worry about is something financial everything taken care of they know where you want to be buried all this type of stuff that you know is passe i ain't gonna say it's passe but it's kind of 
taboo. You know, we don't want to talk about death while we're living, but eventually you're going to die. So, you know, we have to have a plan for that thing. So I'm a big advocate of life insurance and stuff like that. I ain't saying what company, but, you know, it's what it is. Scoop says, Q, the Coma family needed you today. Thanks for bringing us uh, together, big homie. Thank you, bro. And and that's my brother, Scoop, who also had dealt with some loss, you know, and uh, uh, he a good brother. So, yeah, we lean on each other, man. We really do for support. And that's why I call it the Sports Coma family. The great St. Thank Tank is a family. You know, we support each other and that's what we do, you know, and, and we spend time. Most of the time you think about it, we spend more time together than we actually spend <laughs> with your relatives at time you thought you ever thought about that you know so it's a lot of time we done put in together family if you think about the last seven uh, several years and i don't know how long eight years or whatever we've been doing this but yeah we've been uh spent a lot of hours together laughing and and, and celebrating together so that's why i call it a family because if you think about it that's what it is man we are that all right so with that being said man uh that i thank y'all man but y'all uh, stay powered up, stay prayed up, man. And remember, um, you know, things happen for a reason, you know, and even though we might not know what that reason is, but we know uh, that deep down inside that we learn from our experiences and could they really be negative experiences if you're gaining from them, then there's no such thing as good nor bad. If you're learning or you're gaining from every experience that you come in contact with, there's no such thing as bad experiences as you think about it. Even for those who might have been in a bad relationship, they learn what a bad relationship is and what to look for for a good relationship. See, you gain from it. You gain the knowledge and the wisdom. So you're constantly gaining, which means that puts you on the plus side of things. So that's how I like to look at it. So with that being said, fam, listen, I'm going to pop out on that. I appreciate each and every last one of y'all. It's good talking to y'all today. I'm going to go ahead on and take my family, man, to the, the snowballs and ice cream or whatever they want. And I'm going to holler at you guys later. If any other things pop up for the Saints news uh, this weekend, we're going to cover it. If not, then I'll see you guys on Monday stream and we'll go over it and drop some more knowledge. Then much love to the family. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Who that to you and stay blessed. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That and all of us. The Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.